Good afternoon, everyone. This is Minister McMillan, and welcome today. I hope that you all are having a great day today. Okay, I'd like to start off today with a prayer. If you would bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we give you all praise and honor and glory. Father, we ask today that you go before us, Lord, and make all crooked paths straight. Bless Heavenly Father that you guide us and lead us today in all things that we do. Father, you have your way in our lives, in our children's lives, Father. We ask, Lord, that right now, Father, that you would give us an insight into your word. Father, let your word be heard and understood all over the world. Thank you, Almighty God, for your insight today. Father, we give you the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Okay, so today we will be starting... where we left off yesterday. Remember, Rachel came up with a scheme uh, to get her son, Jacob, out of the way of his older brother by saying that she didn't want him to marry the women of Eve. And so now we're going to pick up in chapter 28 of Genesis. Take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Arise and go to Padaram, to the house of Bethel, thy mother's father, and take thee a wife from thence of the daughters of Laban, thy mother's brother. And God Almighty bless thee, and make thee fruitful and multiply thee, that thou mayest be a multitude of people. And give thee thy blessings of Abraham to thee, and to thy seed with thee, that thou mayest inherit the land wherein thou art a stranger, which God gave unto Abraham. And Isaac sent away Jacob, and he went to Paderah unto Laban, son of Bethel, the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah. Jacob and Isu's mother. When Isu saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padaram to take him a wife from thence, and that he and that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge saying, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan and that Jacob obeyed his father and his mother and was gone to Padaram. And Isu seeing that the daughters of Canaan pleased not Isaac his father, then went Isu into Ishmael, 
and took unto the wives which he had. Maharabah, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebojah, to be his wife. And Jacob went out from Rasheba and went towards Haran. And he lit upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. Okay, we're going to pause here for a second. Okay, because now, Ishu sees that his parents are not pleased that he has taken uh, wives from the area they live in in Canaan. And they have sent Jacob to the mothers, to the mother's people to um, marry a woman from there. So he decides that he is going to take a wife from Abraham's brother's people, Ishmael, who are all in the family line. So he thinks that's the right thing to do. because I don't know if anybody else has ever slept on a rock. Um, you know, uh, I've been on trips where <laughs> uh, we tried that, putting our head on the rock. That's not, um, not very comfortable. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but, you know, you have to make do with what you can do. And now, this is pretty much what Jacob is doing right now. But just to say that sleeping on a, a rock as a pillow is really, uh, wow. Um, he's going to wake up with a headache in the morning. <laughs> uh, and he dreamed, uh, verse 12, And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the... Uh, top of it reached to heaven and behold the angels of God ascended and descended on it and behold the Lord stood above it and said I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father and the God of Isaac the land whereon thou liest to thee will I give it and to thy seed and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and to thee, and in thy seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places, whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land, 
for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I know, knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillow and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called this, the name of the place Bethel. But the name of the city was called Luz at the, fir at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me, I will keep me in this way, that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone, which I have set for a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give a tenth unto thee. I'm going to pause here. So, you, you, you know, you have to wonder because, all right, we, we've been going on long, and we've known that when people are deceitful, uh, and they do things that aren't right, which is what Jacob and his mom did. You know, they literally robbed the brother of his firstborn right. Um, there's a payment to be paid. And so far, that payment hasn't been paid. Also, the Lord has acknowledged the fact that he has both birth, birthright and the blessing. And so he has passed the baton from Isaac to Jacob and has sealed it, basically. He has come to him in a dream to let him know that you're now going to carry the line, the holy line, like his father and his father before him. And so... Jacob is now realizing that he has been passed the baton. Um, I don't think he quite gets the whole um, the whole idea just yet. However, he does realize that he is in a holy place and. The oil is like an anointing. Um, I think <laughs> I think he has a lot. Uh, I think he has a lot uh, of on his mind at this point in time as to what is going on and you know where his life might be headed. Okay, we're going to start reading from uh, chapter 29, 
But first, I want to pause for a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Minister Macmillan. Do you have a program you would like to air? Try Anchor. They have free platforms to create your program and tools that record and audio. And you can also arrange your episodes. Sounds great, doesn't it? Well, try Anchor Podcast and see. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Hello everyone, this is Mr. McMillan. We are back. We are now reading from chapter 29. Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of the people of the east. And he looked, and behold, a well in the field, and lo, there were three flocks of sheep lying by it, for out of that well they watered the flocks. And a great stone was upon the well's mouth, and thither were all the flocks gathered, And they rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the sheep and put the stone again upon the well's mouth in his place. And Jacob said unto them, My brethren, whence be ye? And they said, Of Haran are we. And he said unto them, Know ye Laban the son of Nahor? And they said, well know him and he said unto them is he well and they said he is well and behold rachel his daughter cometh with the sheep and he said lo it is yet high day neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together water ye the sheep and go and feed them And they said, We cannot until all the flock be gathered together, until they rolled the stone from the well's mouth. Then we watered the sheep. And while he was yet spanked with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. And it came to pass, when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near and rolled the stone for the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel and lifted up his voice and wept. And Jacob told Rachel 
that he was his father's brother and that he was Rachel's son. And she ran and told her father. And it came to pass when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embrace him and kiss him and brought him to his house. And he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely thou art my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother's, my brother, shouldest thou therefore serve me for, for naught? Tell me, what shall thy wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-flavored. I'm going to stop here for a second. Uh, when they say that uh, Leo uh, uh, when they say that Leia was tender-eyed, meaning basically Leia wasn't very beautiful. Uh, she was common looking. She was okay to look at, but she wasn't beautiful like Rachel was um, but we all know that um, everybody has different qualities and quantities and you may see something on the outside but on the inside is something totally different okay so we're going to pick up from here And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that it took Leah, his daughter, his elder daughter, and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah, Zipha, his maid, for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah, and he said to Laban, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. 
Okay, let's stop for a second again. Okay, because you see, payment is is <laughs> payment is required. Okay, now we're gonna start seeing payment here. Um, Jacob has totally disregarded the firstborn in his own family. Remember, he stole his brother's birthright and he also stole his blessing. Not thinking, you know, that he's going to get the youngest daughter. Not so, because they have rules and regulations that they go by. And he broke the rules in his family. He went up against his brother and took what wasn't really his. But the Lord allowed it to happen. Now he's coming into another family. But that's not going to happen here. <clears throat> so, let's see what happens. <clears throat> and Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. And Jacob did so and fulfilled her week, and he gave him Rachel, his daughter, to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel, his daughter, Bila, his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved her also, Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet another, another seven years. So, you see, he had to he had to work out a whole week for Leah to finish out for Leah, and then he told him he would give him Rachel, but he had to work another seven years there for Rachel. So he did get Rachel, but he had to work seven more years for Rachel. <laughs> so his father was killing. Two birds with one stone. He was getting free labor, okay, because he knew that the arrangement he had made wasn't going to hold up, but he still was going to make him think that way. And then he was able to marry off both his daughters to this one man who was family member. Okay, so let's see what happens. Um, and when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and bared a son, and she called his name Reuben, for she said, Surely the Lord hath looked upon my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. 
And she conceived again and bared a son and said, Because the Lord hath heard that I was hated, he hath therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived again and bared a son and said, Now this time will my husband rejoin me. Now my husband will be joined unto me, because I have bore him three sons. Therefore was his name called Levi, or Levi, some people say Levi, Levi or Levi. And she conceived again and bared a son, and she said, Now will I praise the Lord, therefore she called his name Judah and left bearing. <clears throat> okay, so she's had Reuben, that's one. She's had, let's make sure we go in order here. We have Reuben, we have Simeon, and we have Levi. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Okay. So that's four boys to none for Rachel. All right, let's see what happens in chapter 31. And when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children or else I'll die. And Jacob, Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel. And he said, Am I in God's stead? Who hath withheld from thee the fruit of the womb? And she said, Behold, my maiden, my maiden Belha will go in unto her. And she shall bear upon my knee, that I may also have children by her. Okay, let's pause here for a second. Does this remind you of someone else? Because they couldn't have children? Sarah. So, and all this is the same family now. So, you see... <clears throat> This is the practice of that time. When woman couldn't give birth to a child, she would use her hand servant, her maid servant, and she would give her to her husband to have children by. And the maid servant didn't have any uh, rights whatsoever. She had to do what the mistress said, just like Hagar had to do what uh, uh, Sarah said. Okay. And she gave him Bella, her handmaiden, to wife. And Jacob went in unto her. And Bella conceived and bared Jacob a son. And Rachel said, God hath judged me and hath also heard my voice and hath given me a son. Therefore called she his name 
again. And Bella, Rachel's maid, conceived again and bare Jacob a second son. And Rachel said, With great wrestling have I wrestled with my sister, and I have prevailed. And she called his name Naphtip. When Leah saw that she had left bearing, she took Zipha, her maid, and gave her to Jacob to wife. And Zipha, Leah's maid, bare Jacob a son. And Leah said, A troop cometh. And she called his name Glad. And Zilpha, Leah's maid, bare Jacob a second son. And Leah said, Happy am I, for the daughters will call me blessed. And she called his name Asher. And Reuben went in the days of wheat harvest, and found mandrakes in the field, and brought them unto his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Give me, I pray thee, of thy son's mandrakes. And she said unto her, It is a small matter that thou hast taken my husband. And wouldest thou take away my son's mandrakes also? And Rachel said, Therefore he shall lie with thee tonight for thy son's mandrakes. And Jacob came out of the field in the and Leah went out to meet him and said, Thou must come in unto me, for surely I have hired thee with my son's mantras. And he laid with her that night. And God hearkened unto Leah, and she conceived and bare Jacob, the fifth son. And Leah said, God hath given me my hire, because I have given my mandrakes to my husband. And she called his name Issachar. And Leah conceived again and bare Jacob, the sixth son. And Leah said, God hath endued me with a good dowry. Now will my husband dwell with me because I have bore him six sons. And she called his name Zubalu. And afterwards she bared a daughter and called her name Donna. And God remembered Rachel and God hearkened to her and opened her womb. And she conceived and bared a son and said, God have taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph, and said, The Lord shall add to me another son. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to pause here for a minute. <clears throat> Rachel is the last one to have uh, children, so it seems. <clears throat> the one that he loves so much. <clears throat> The handmaidens have had children for them, and the sister has had uh, six children. And so now, finally, Rachel 
now has a son and she names him Joseph. But if you notice, she speaks out of her mouth. This is what I said in uh, Planting of the Seed. When you say things, you speak it out and you speak it out in belief, honest belief that it's going to happen, then surely it's coming about. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> And so, um, what we see here is that she's speaking out another son to come. And it came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph, that Jacob said unto Laban, Send me away that I may go unto my own place and to my country. So now, Jacob wants to go back home. <clears throat> he has built a family, and more than likely, he has more than enough to go back with. So let's see what happens. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served thee, and let me go, for thou knowest my service, which I have done thee. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thine eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. So in other words, Laban is telling him because he's there, he's been blessed. And he really doesn't want him to leave, so he wants him to stay a little longer. And he said, appoint me thy wages and I will give it. And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. For it was the little which thou hast before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude. And the Lord hath blessed thee since my coming. And now when shall I provide for my own household also? So we have here, um, because Jacob came, the Lord blessed Laban's household. And not only that, but with Jacob's help, uh, Laban's stock increased. So now Jacob wants to leave and he wants to provide for his own family. Okay, verse 31, and he said, <clears throat> <clears throat> what shall I give thee? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. If thou wilt do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep thy flock. I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and of such shall be my hire. Now, let's pause here for a second. Now, those of us who have family that have grown up on the farm, or anyone that's been near a farm, or <clears throat> studied animals, you would know that if you take 
a hybrid, which is a spotted cow or a stripe or uh, a brown, um, what you get is a white, a black, a brown, a white, a cream, or whatever. Whatever it mixes with, you get more of a combination. But if you have one color and you keep uh, birthing that one color, you're going to get that one color. You might get a throwback here and there, uh, but mostly you're going to get that color. So this was very uh, sneaky but wise of Jacob. And this gives you some idea of the personality that Jacob has. He's very uh, cunning and smart and swift, too. Okay, moving on. Um, 33. Genesis, uh, Genesis 30, 33. So shall my righteous answer for me in time to come when I shall come for my hire before thy face. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and browns among the sheep that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to thy word. And he removed that day the he goat that were ring stalked and spotted and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted and every one that had some white in it and all the brown among the sheep and gave them into the hands of his sons. And he set three days journey betwixt him and Jacob and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock. And Jacob took his rod of green polar and of the hazel and chestnut tree and filled white stalks in them and made the white appear which was in the rods. And he set the rods which he had which he had uh, piled before the flock in the gutters, in the watering troughs, when the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle, ring stocks, speckled and spotted. And Jacob did separate the lambs and set the faces of the flocks towards the ring stocks and all the brown in the flock of Laban. And he put his own flock by themselves and put them not into Laban's cattle. Okay. <laughs> so he was very smart about how he was going to get this flock to multiply, his, multiply itself. And he would have much more than his father-in-law would have. And it came to pass when Sorver, the 
stronger cattle did conceive that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters that they might conceive among the rods. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in, so that the feeble were Laban's and the stronger Jacob's. And the man <clears throat> and the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and maid servants and manservants and camels and asses. Okay, we are going to pause for a few seconds for a word from our sponsor. Hi there, this is Minister McMillan. Do you have a program that you'd like to be heard? Perhaps in your neighborhood or perhaps across the world? Something that you can create a storyline or perhaps you have a show that you'd like to put forth. Well, then try Anchor Podcast today. Anchor Podcast allows you to have free platforms. They have tools for recording and audio. You can even arrange your episodes. So try Anchor Podcast today. Now we'll return back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay. So as we left off, it seems as though Jacob is now, uh, uh, he's, well, he's, he's having more animals reproduced than Laban is. So let's see what happens now. And he heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob hath taken away all that was our father's. And of that which was our fathers have he gotten all this glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not towards him as before. And the Lord said unto Jacob, Return unto the land of thy father, and to thy kindred, and I will be with thee. And Jacob sent and called Rachel a Laban to the field unto his flock, and said unto them, I see your father's countenance, that it is not towards me as before, but God of my father hath been with me, and he know, and he now that with all my power I have served your father, and your father hath deceived and your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but God suffered him not to hurt me. If he said thus, the speckle shall be thy wages, then all the cattle bear speckle. And if he said thus, the ring stacks shall be thy hire, then shall all the cattle ring stack. Thus, God hath taken away the cattle of your father and given them to me. And it came to pass at the time that the cattle conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. 
and behold, the rams which leap upon the cattle were ringstack and speckle and gizzle. And the angel of God spake unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob. And I said, Here I am. And he said, Lift up now thine eyes and see all the rams which leap upon the cattle are ringstack, speckle, and grizzle. For I have seen all that Laban doeth unto thee. I am God of Bethel, where the anointest the pillar, and where thou vowedest a vow unto me. Now arise, get thee out from this land, and return unto the land of thy kindred. And Rachel and Leah answered and said unto him, Is there yet any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not counted of him strangers? For he hath sold us, and hath quit devoured also our money. For all the riches which God hath taken from our father, that is ours and our children's. Now then, whatsoever God hath said unto thee, do. Then Jacob rose up and set his sons and his wives upon camels. And he carried away all his cattle and all his goods, which he had gotten, the cattle of his, the cattle of his getting gettings which he had gotten in Padaram for to go to Isaac his father in the land of Canaan and Laban went to share his sheep Laban went to share his sheep and Rachel had stolen the images that were for her fathers and Jacob's and Jacob stole away unawares to Laban and Syrian, and that he told him not that he fled. So he fled with all that he had, and he rose up and passed over the river and set his face towards Mount Gilead. And it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob was fled, and he took his brethren with him and pursued after him seven days' journey, and they overtook him in the Mount of Gilead. And God came to Laban and Syrian in a dream by night, and said unto him, Take heed that thou speak not to Jacob, either good or bad. Then Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the Mount, and Laban and his brother pitched in the Mount of Gilgad. And I'm going to pause here because um, you have to understand um, Laban um, knew that uh, he knew God. Even though they worship idols, they knew God. The Mount was right there. They were in the area where uh, it all started, so to speak. And so he knew God and he knew not to really do anything uh, to harm Jacob. Okay, so let's see what happens since he does know this.
26. And Laban said to Jacob, What hast thou done? Thou hast stolen away unawares to me, and carried away my daughters as captives taken with the sword. Wherefore didst thou flee away secretly, and steal away from me, and didst not tell me that I might have sent thee away with myrrh, and with song, and with tabaret, and with harp, and hast not suffered me a kiss my son and my daughters? Thou hast now done foolishly in so doing. It is in the power of my hand to do you hurt, but the God of your father spake unto me yesternight, saying, Take thou heed that thou speak not to Jacob, either good or bad. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and now, though thou wouldest need be gone, because thou saw longest after thy father's house, yet wherefore hast thou stolen my gods? And Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, Preadventure that would take by force thy daughters from me. With whomsoever thou findest thy gods, let him not live before our brethren discern thou what is thine with me, and take it to thee. For Jacob knew not that Rachel had stolen them. Okay, let's pause for a second. Because remember what I said. When you, when you speak something out, it comes about. So now he's spoken out the death of his beloved wife, not realizing it. <clears throat> and Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Laban's, uh, into Leah's tent and into two maidservants' tents, but he found them not. Then went he into Leah's tent, and entered into Rachel's tent. And Rachel had taken the images, and put them in Campbell's furniture, and set upon it. And Laban searched all the tent, but found them not. And she said to her father, let it not displease my Lord that I could rise up before thee, for the custom of woman is upon me. And he searched, but found not the images. So Rachel uh, literally hid the images under her. She was sitting on a piece of furniture, which she had hidden the images in the, under the furniture saying that she was in a woman's way. She was having her monthly, so to speak. And Rachel was wroth and charred with Laban. And Jacob answered and said to Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin that thou hast so hotly pursued after me? Whereas thou hast searched all my stuff, what hast thou found of all thy household stuff? Set it here before my brethren and thy brethren, that they may judge betwixt us both. This twenty years have I been with thee. 
thy ewes and she goats have not cast their young, and the rams of thy flock have I not eaten. That which was torn a beast I brought not unto thee. I bear the lost of it. Of my hands didst thou require it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Thus I was in the day, and drought consumed me, and in the frost by night, and my sheep departed from mine eyes. My, I'm sorry, my sleep departed from mine eyes. Thus have I been twenty years in thy house. I served thee fourteen years for thy two daughters, and six years for thy cattle. And thou hast charged my wages, and thou hast changed my wages ten times, except the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me. Surely thou hadst set me away, now empty. God hath seen my affliction and the labor of my hands, and rebuked thee yesternight. And Laban answered and said unto Jacob these things. These daughters are my daughters, and these children are my children, and these cattle are my cattle, and all that thou seest is mine. And what can I do this day unto thee, my daughters, or unto thy children, which thou have borne? Now therefore come thou, let us make a covenant, and Thou let it be for a witness between me and thee. And Jacob took a stone and set it up for a pillar. And Jacob said unto his brother, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap. And there did they eat therefore unto the heap. And Laban called it Jegasehadubah. But Jacob called it Gilgad, and Laban said, This heap is a witness between thee this day. Therefore was the name of it called Gilgad. And Mishpah and Mishpah, for he said, The Lord which between me and thee, when we are absent one from another, if thou shalt afflict my daughters, or if thou shalt take otherwise besides my daughters. No man is with us. See, God is witness between me and thee. And Laban said to Jacob, Behold his heap, and behold his pillar, which I have cast betwixt me and thee. This heap be between, and this pillar be, be witness, that I will not pass over this heap to thee, and that thou shalt not pass over this heap and this pillar unto me for harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God their father, judge betwixt us. Jacob swore by fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered sacrifice upon the mount and called his brethren to eat bread, and they did eat bread and tarried all the night in the mount. 
And early in the morning, Laban rose up and kissed his son and his daughter and blessed them. And Laban departed and returned unto his place. And that, and so we see they worked it out between them. And they were able to carry on without any violence. Okay, we are going to stop here. Our time has run out. I'm going to say a quick prayer. Father, thank you, Almighty God, for your word today, for your inspiration. Lord, we give you all praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of you who are interested in saying something in our show, just leave me a word at mcmillion75gmail.com. That's M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S at 75 at gmail.com. Or you can reach me at my URL, which is anchor profile URL anchor.fm Linda L-I-N-D-A Macmillan M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N dash nine Now, those of you who would like to sponsor us or donate, there is a sponsor button and a donate button at the bottom of this page. Press either one and you will receive the information that you are requesting. Again, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I bid you good night and God bless.